Hello, welcome to the Word of Hope podcast. We believe it is the Word of God that changes and strengthens our lives in such a way that we are able to effectively fulfill our assignment and manifest heaven right here on earth. It is our goal to lead you to a place of confidence and hope as you help others progress and elevate. Thanks for tuning in. Now, let's prepare our hearts for today's message. I love you, Jesus. Thank you for everything you have done for me. You are good. Bless your name. Thank you, Lord. Time to go home. God is saying, no, I didn't make you. It's a choice you have to make. So you're going to have to choose. This would affect you, me. You want me. Oh, Lord, I need you. There's nobody. God said, I know you need me. But do you want me? In the midst of other choices. Glory to God. Do you want me? Hallelujah. Are y'all with me right now? Let me go a little bit further. The mind. The mind means the thought life. It is your thoughts, your thinking. So he says, love the Lord thy God with all thy heart focus, all your soul affection, all your mind thought life. This is what he was saying to him. This is the beauty of worship. He's telling you how to worship. He's not going to make you do nothing. If you're waiting on God to make you do something, you don't know his nature. He's not going to make you do nothing. But he has told you how to get to that place. He says, heart, soul, mind. In other words, focus on me and then love to do it and learn to do it. Come on, come on. Yeah. God, I don't know how to love people that have hurt me. All right. Focus on me. Learn to do it and then love to do it. God, I don't know how to trust you with my, my tithes and offerings when bills are tight. Focus on me. Learn to do it. Love to do it. If you don't love to do it, if that, don't worry, the time is trying to tell me that it's old with it, it ain't. Amen. Come on, say the time wrong. Time wrong. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. If I don't learn to do it, I won't love to do it. Some of the stuff that we do in church, we don't even like doing it. Because you haven't learned about how it benefits and what it's supposed to be. I mean, we don't like, we got to beg people to stand up, give God some praise. Come on, the praise team is singing, get up on your feet, lift your hands and doing that. You don't, I'm not over there, nobody begging me to do nothing. The reason I'm doing it is because I have now learned what comes with me extending myself to God in worship. And I love doing it now. Amen. I was the one that wanted to sit back and be cool doing praise word. You know, you, you only got your hands in there all the way, man. You just kind of. <laughs> you know, every God is good. You look good, Lord. You know, you got to stand hard. Turn my feet like this. You know, Lord. You know what I'm saying, Lord? You, you cool with me. <laughs> that, I mean, but once you learn to do it, then you begin to fall. It's progressive. You're focused. You learn. You love. Glory to God, that's good. That's good, y'all. So now let's talk about mental real estate. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about what does it mean for the enemy if you give him place to expand himself in your thinking. What does that literally mean? Now let me tell you what that means. We're going to break this down. Now this is exciting to me. Uh, my wife, uh, it wasn't a geek. What you call me, baby? A nerd. She said, you're such a nerd. Look at you. I'm talking about, boy, I get all excited. We was on vacation. I was like, bang. 
check this out. I mean, I was just, and she was like, okay, that's cool, but you're such a nerd and excited about this stuff. So now I'm gonna show you, Miss Deborah, I'm gonna use science to prove this scripture of expanding in your mind. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use the actual study of the brain and to show you in scripture what it means for the enemy to expand his territory in your thinking. Can I show you? I told you this ain't going to be your average stronghold message or series. We literally got to know what it means to have strongholds in these areas and how to pull them down. So let's go ahead very quickly. All right. Here, here, there, there are. First of all, the, the, the brain is subdivided into four sections. Yeah, yeah, she's a nurse, so she got excited. They got some nurses over here. They all start smiling and everything. They want to pull out the stethoscope. What is this thing called? They want to pull that thing out, whatever the death is. Speak mama not. Death thing. Yeah, speak mama They want to pull that out. Yeah. Get their needles and stuff together and everything. So I so heard of it. Come on! This is my field right here. All right, we're going to show you what it means. The, the brain is subdivided into four sections. Four, di four different sections. And we're going to talk about those sections right quick. Now, those are the, those are the section right there in the bottom. It's actually um, uh, the, the cerebellum. Yeah, it, it, it's not really, uh, the, uh, not really the, the, the section, but that goes into the nerve portions of the spinal. That's what it goes into. So I want to talk about those four top sections, the subdivision of the brain. I want to tell you the first one. You need to write them down because here's the, 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 the first mental real estate. That's what we're talking about, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Can I teach it? Go ahead. The first part is called the frontal lobe. You can write it down. You can see it on there. Frontal lobe. That's the first part of the brain. The frontal lobe. You got it? Yes, sir. The frontal lobe. Now, I'm going to tell you what takes place on the frontal lobe. The frontal lobe is pointing at it. It's, it's the part of the brain, the front part of the brain, that covers up the majority of the, uh, of the top of your head. Now, if you got a head like me, you got a big frontal lobe. Come on. If, 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 you, if you don't, then you just deal with the frontal lobe you got. Amen. Glory to God. But, but, but the frontal lobe, right, right, right there, is that part of it. Come on. Somebody said that part. That part right there. Watch what happens with the frontal lobe. Here are the areas of the frontal lobe. The frontal lobe is the place where your experiences are filed. Your experiences or revelation. It is the place where your morals are, your values are, or your behavior is uh, 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 convinced. You convince yourself of behavior in your frontal lobe. Come on, somebody say frontal lobe. Right quick, right quick, right quick. I, I got I to teach you. You know my time up. I got to teach you. I, why am I so excited about this bird lady? She said she don't know. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. I, li I like this report, right? This is the reason I love it. I love it. Watch the frontal lobe. It is. Why watch how good this is? This is getting good. This is getting good, dude. This is getting good. Just watch it. Watch it. It is the first thing that takes place in your frontal lobe is what? Experience or revelation. That takes place. When the light bulb goes off, it goes off in that part right there. In your spirit, your spirit then begins to relate to your soul and right there in your head lights up. Now watch this. This is going to get very good. Experience is filed in a cabinet in your frontal lobe. Revelation is filed in a cabinet in your frontal lobe. Your brain can't tell the difference from experience or revelation. That's good right there. So you mean to tell me that I can go through something and that thing be so real to me. 
But then God can show me something, and if it becomes real revelation, my brain will respond like it happened. So now I don't have to wait on God doing it. If you can just reveal it, glory to God. My mind will respond like it. I'll start living like I got it already because my frontal lobe embraced it. Yo, I don't know what to do with my body right now. I want to kick some. I want to dance. I want to do. That's good stuff right there. So watch this. So now, if something happens to me, it is the place in my mind where I declare it as real, and not only as real, I hold it as the standard for everything else. So if I'm violated as a child and molested as a child, or if I'm abused as a person, or if I'm neglected as this, I foul it in my mind, Angelon, and when I foul it in my mind, I now begin to hold it as the standard for my morals, my values. Because I have morals that I'll never do this and I'll never do that. But let the right experience get fouled. And now I begin to lower my morals and my values based on what I got in the file cabinet. Somebody said strong hope. Yeah, I mean, women, women, there are, there are a lot of hurt women in the world. A lot of hurt women. And the reason why there are a lot of hurt women, I didn't say hurt girls. Come on now. There are a lot of hurt women in the world. And the reason why there are a lot of hurt women in the world is because they trusted themselves with boys. And as boy, I'm a man myself. So as a boy, I hurt women myself. As a boy, I wasn't responsible with their trust. And now somebody else has to deal with the damage I caused. Y'all ain't going to be real with me in this church today. So now the experience is there and they don't give themselves. Their morals have been lower. Their values have been lower. And now their behavior don't line up. They were, they, were, they were loving. They were caring. They were giving. They were everything. And I trusted you with everything until that experience got put in that file cabinet. And when that experience got there, I no longer. This is the place. In your mind, where you declare it as real and the standard for everything else. Your frontal lobe. Can I teach this? Teach this. So, let's say the enemy gets into your frontal lobe. Remember, don't give him place because he wants territory. So, after he gets in the frontal lobe, he's not going to be okay with you just going through it. Come on now. You hear me, Daniel? He don't want you. To say, well, I went through that. And he said, well, I just stay right here in your experiences. But he wants to go into the next part. Once you leave the frontal lobe, you go into the parietal lobe. This is this is, ooh, this is good to me. Oh, this is good to me. What is the parietal lobe? This is what the parietal lobe is. Go ahead. This is what it is. It is the place, let me go back, let me go back. Now you got the frontal lobe, then you have this portion right there in the back. Right there in the back. So watch the parietal lobe. This is the place where there is perception, where you begin to identify perception and potential in you. Perception is how you see you, Keon. You got me, Lane? That's how you see you. Come on, say this with me. Say perception, perception. is how I see me. Perspective is how I see everything else. So my perception, it takes place in my parietal lobe. 
And I begin to identify my potential in my parietal lobe. Now watch this first lady. If he gets in my frontal lobe through my experiences. Now my morals, my values leave. Now that there, but he's not going to be content with you just going through that. He's going to say, let me go over here in this other lobe and now begin to allow what happened in your frontal lobe or what's filed in your frontal lobe to affect how you see you. This is the place in this parietal lobe. It is the place where you make promises to yourself. I will never go through that again. Y'all better talk to me right now. This is a good to be you say, I never, you will never be able to. I ask you for something, you ain't want to help me out. You will never be able to tell me no again. Why? Because in this lobe, I said I never ask nobody for nothing else again. So now what is happening in the frontal lobe is bleeding over to the parietal lobe, and now it's controlling how I see me. It is also the place where I begin to identify with potential. So if the experience that I went through in the frontal lobe gets over in the parietal lobe, he's expanding himself. Now, Brittany, it begins to control how I see me. Not only how I see me, this is the place where I say, I should go back to school. I can't do that. Come on. Somebody can say, you need to go apply for the job. They got an opening over here. And they can say, I can't do that. <laughs> you need to do this. Like, I can't do this. My experiences are bleeding over into another lobe. Do you see him expanding himself, taking mental territory now? So now he's fortifying himself in different lobes. Well, let's go into the next lobe. This is the temporal lobe. Come on, first lady, write that thing down, the temporal lobe. This is what the temporal lobe is. The temporal lobe is the place, it is the auditory uh, um, uh, place of your, uh, of your brain. This is the place, this is, this is cool to me, this is the place where your words and your hearing receive signals. I'm still just in, this is just part two of this series, so you know I feel I'm building right now. I can't wait to Sunday, so I, I, I had to get through today to get to what I'm going to talk about Sunday. You hear me, Dean? This is the place. Now watch the temporal lobe. He starts in the frontal lobe. You go through something. You have an experience. You have a bad experience. You have a bad thing. You file it in your mind. You begin to lower your standards, lower your morals, lower your value. You begin to change your behavior and everything to fit what you went through, not what God said. Because what you went through becomes the standard for everything else. You got it? Now he takes over in another lobe, and now you begin to see yourself a certain way. You begin to say you can't do certain things. You begin to uh, identify with or uh, misidentify your potential. And now he bleeds over into this, this lobe. Now the stuff that come out of your mouth. Come on now. Come do y'all see him at work now? The stuff that come out of your mouth, glory to God. You can't, we say this in counseling, you can't hide where it hurts. Before you know it, Danielle, I mean, you just uh, people look fine until you touch an area. Yes, sir. Amen. When you touch that area, you, you, it just come out. Am I right? It just come out. You can't hide it. You can't hide it. You know, you might it might be something cool and be like this. I mean, they might love God and everything. They look like, girl, we ought to we ought to go and have something or barbecue at our at our house. Let's go have a barbecue. I ain't gonna have nobody at my house. Why not? 
Last time I had somebody at my house, they came and they broke in my house. The so last time I had somebody at my house, I came home and they were at my house. And now that experience becomes the standard for everything else. And now, no, out of my mouth becomes that. And when those words come out, the hearing come out. And this is what me and my wife were talking about. Today we were talking about here at the hospital. We were talking about that. Something could be said. We can hear the same thing, but not hear it the same way. Because what happened, because my standard for how I heard it. Come on. Like, like somebody could say something, I mean, saying this to you and saying this to me are two different things. It's like, man, I'm trying to tell you I'm from the street. You're saying, you might have heard, I mean, he's from the street, he need help. I heard, he don't think you're from the street. <laughs> Glory to God. Y'all laughing at, don't laugh at me. I, that's what I heard, I heard, man, I'm from the street. Man, you ain't the only one from the street, both of us from the street. Now what we do now? You see that right there? Somebody say strongholds. Because I can't get moving and stuff. Slide up with myself and everything. I mean, the, the, the stronghold in your mind that is working against you, hindering you. And it, it is simple as this. First lady, can I can I use you as an example? I, mean, I don't want to I don't want to use us, but let, let's go ahead and use it. It is something as simple as talking loud and say, man, you tripping. And she see hand moving and say, hold up, man, what you what? <laughs> I was in a fighting relationship in the past. You know what I'm saying? Well, she's trying not to set her feet. <laughs> Have a seat, first lady. Relax. Amen. Have a seat. Have a seat. Amen. I should have used Lance and Danielle. Amen. Glory to God. Deborah Coma. Amen. Glory to God. Deacon Jessica. Amen. I should have used them. Louis and Angela. Boy, it's me. Don't let me get the mood. Amen. The, the, the point that I'm making is that it is in this load that words come out. I hear a certain way. But I also begin to assess and identify relationships in this load. Yes, sir. This is the load where I begin to declare somebody as a friend or an enemy. Mm -hmm. In the parietal load. In the temporal load. In the temporal load. Thank you. It is in the frontal load that I go through the experiences. It is in the parietal load that I begin to see me a certain way and begin to assess my ability based on how I see me, based on what I went through. Then it comes in this load when I begin to speak loosely, hear, hear, um, hear the wrong way, uh, hear uh, 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 in, a, in, a, in a dysfunctional manner, and then I begin to misfile people based on my experience. Somebody say stronghold. Our last load that we're going to look at is the occipital load. Oc Typical load. My wife made sure that I pronounced this correctly because she, she didn't want me to uh, get up here and embarrass her. That's the only reason she showed up tonight. She was at hospital. She was like, I gotta come there to make sure he don't say that one word wrong. She sat through this whole sermon to make sure I said occipital correctly. Amen. Amen. Look at her. She's proud of you now. I was gonna miss church, but I just felt like he was gonna get that wrong. And I need to be right there to cheer my baby on if he get it right. Amen. I'll be waiting on my Scooby snack later. Amen. I got it right. Occipital. Y'all leave that alone. Just, just focus on the word. Just focus on the word. Occipital. This is what the occipital lobe is. It is the place where vision takes place or sight. That's where the ocular uh, term comes from. Vision or sight. But it's also the place, watch this, where imagination is. Can I teach for the fact for the next few minutes? 
If he gets in, my frontal lobe through experiences and stuff that I go through. This is what he's banking on. He's banking on one thing. I'm telling you, I, I, let me just walk through the process first. If he gets in through, I need four people. I need four people. I need four people. I need four people. Come on, fellas. Come on. Come on. I need four. Four. That's three. There's four right here. Amen. Just stand up, line up right here. Amen. Four people. We'll walk through the loads. If he gets in the frontal lobe, if he gets in through my experiences, then in my experiences, I begin to either, uh, or through my experiences, I begin to measure my standard of behavior, my morals and my values, based on what I'm going through. Can I, can I, can I, can I teach for a second? This is the load that justify lying on your taxes. And it's okay because of, you see how hard I'm struggling. Because if you had more than enough money, this load, and you weren't experiencing a struggle, this load would say, I'm not going to carry no love, nobody else's kids that ain't mine. That's what that load would say. But based on the experience, my morals and my values begin to lower. Y'all quiet. So, so now, Brother, if you would, we, we're strong, man, so we're okay. We'll hold, hold, grab another brother hand. Grab his hand. He bleed into the other load, and it's in the parietal load. Then now, based on what you have experienced, you begin to see yourself. I guess I, I'll be done it, done it way. Amen. Glory to God. Now, in this load, you begin to see yourself a certain way, and now you begin to base your potential on what you can do off of what you experienced in this load. Now, how you see yourself goes over into the uh, uh, temporal lobe, and now you begin to release words based on how you see you, based on what you went through. Are y'all following it now? So what you went through begins to control how you see, and how you see begins to control what you say. And what you say now begins to bleed over into how you see or what you see. Yes, sir. Well, yeah, you're grab hands as we go. And the enemy is never going to be satisfied with you just going through it. Because he wants all of it. He, want, he, want, he wants to expand himself. Neither give place to the devil. That's why. Let go ahead. That's why you get mad in this load. Somebody did something based on what they do. Before the sun go down. Come on. Can I, can I teach on the brain right quick? I'm, I'm, I'm talking medically now. I'm talking science-wise. Amen. The brain, watch this. The brain through the day is a working process. Thinking. It's going to think through day and night. When you awake or you sleep, your brain is going to think. But through the day, it is working, processing. At night, it is sorting and filing. Don't let the sun go down on what happened. Because if it do, if you wait till tonight, it's going to spread to the rest of the loads. And you'll wake up seeing and saying a certain thing. That's scientifically proven. Am I right, nurses? So now that's why it's important. That's why they tell you this. Don't watch a scary movie. Kids, don't watch a scary movie when you go to sleep. 
Because if you experience that, then you're going to have these other loads that's going to pick up on the scary moon. Before you know it, you're going to wake up screaming off of a shirt that's in the closet thinking it's the boogeyman because that's what he's seen. Stop. Are y'all with me? So it goes this. You go through this load, this load, this load, this load. How do I beat this process? This is how you beat it. You can't stop yourself from going through stuff. You're going to experience stuff. But Satan is banking on your experience being the biggest thing in your life. So you stop letting your experience be the biggest thing. So you allow revelation to take the place of the experience. I know I went through, but God, you said. And he takes that God you said and he hands it to the other load. And when he hands it to that load, come on, I walk through that load with you. And then once it gets to the parasol load, now I begin to see myself based on what the words say. Not what I went through. Y'all better stay with me right now. Now I begin to identify my potential with what the words say, Lakeisha, not what I went through. Yeah, so now I begin to I begin to realize what the words say. I begin to make promises based on what the words say. God, I promise you, Lord God, that as long as I have breath, I'll lift my voice and bless your name. See, now all of my promises in this load come from what the words say and not what I went through. And as it bleeds into another load, I hand it over. I begin to release in the temporal lobe. I begin to release words that come from what the words say. I only say what you say. The word of God coming out of my mouth is just as powerful as the word of God. I'm going to tell y'all to pull that phone over next week. We pray today's message was a blessing to you. If you are interested in partnering with us or supporting with a financial contribution, be sure to visit our website, www.heavenlyhope.church. And remember, it is our God-given assignment to make everywhere we go look more like heaven. Until next time, God bless.